0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite quarterback hater, Robert Mathis, and you're listening to the For the Culture Podcast. This is the For the Culture Podcast. I am your host, Jason Spears, back again with a look at the All 22 cornerback edition for the Colts. Today, I'm going to talk about the top six corners I have, some of the camp bodies, and, and how their careers have developed and where they've come from. So you have an idea, a little bit of backstory. On each of these players and it's not just me reading off names. So I'm going to start first with the camp bodies, the guys we don't expect to make the team, but you never know. You just never know. These guys could come out and show that they deserve to be on the team. So we're going to start off with Picasso Nelson. He's 24 from Southern Miss. He's 5'10", 193. He was signed by Jacksonville as an undrafted free agent. Then he was cut by Jacksonville as one of the final cuts on on August 31st, 2019. Then he was signed to the Colts practice squad on November 25th, 2019. So the Colts have had a chance to look at him a little bit. Not much, uh, obviously, with the way the season turned out. They they got got about a month of, of him on the practice squad. So they got to see a little bit of him, but they obviously like something enough to sign him to the practice squad. The second guy is Jackson Porter, 25 out of UMass, 6 foot, 200 pounds. In 2018, he spent the offseason with the Ravens before being cut at the final cut down. In 2019, he spent the offseason with the Packers before being cut once again at the last date cut down. And then he signed to the Colts practice squad, again, around the same time as Picasso Nelson did on November 27th, 2019. So the Colts, again, had had a little bit of time to get a look at him, and, and I'm sure there were things that they liked about him. Uh, and that's why they signed him to the practice squad. So those are the, the first two guys that, that are going to have an opportunity, obviously, to make an impression. And then we get to Lafayette Pitts. Now, this guy out of all the four guys I'm going to talk about, I think has the best chance to make the team. And you'll hear why in a second. Lafayette Pitts is 27 years old, 5'11", 195, played at Pittsburgh. I remember seeing him play there. He's a very solid player. In 2016, he was signed as an undrafted free agent by the Miami Dolphins, where he played in eight games, made the team, played in eight games. Then in 2017, He signed with the Jags, played six games with the Jags, was cut by them, signed by the Buffalo Bills, where he finished out the 2017 season playing in 10 games. In the 2018 season, he played in all 16 games with the Buffalo Bills. And then in 2019, he was cut by the Bills and signed by the Colts to a future reserve contract on December 30th, 2019. So right before 2020 started, the 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 hell of this year that it's been so far. But hopefully this, you know, him signing with the Colts, it gives him a good opportunity to show what he can do. I'm sure they, again, watched a ton of film on this guy and there's actual film on him. He's played in NFL games. He's had some experience with a lot of you know with a lot of teams actually the Dolphins the Jags the Bills and now he's on the Colts so it'll be interesting to see how he plays into their plans again out of the four guys that we have here this is the guy I expect to push the most to make the squad just because of his experience and he I mean he's been through what one two three 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 four training camps so he knows what to expect So that's the, if I had to guess, that's the one guy I think might make a push to make the team. The final guy is the guy we signed after this draft. That's Travis Reed. He's 23 years old, 6'1", 168 out of South Alabama. Definitely one thing you notice about this kid is he's got to get his weight up. If you look at our corners, none of them weigh less than 190 pounds, except for Isaiah Rogers, who we just drafted. He weighs 170, and I'll get to him later. But this kid is six one and weighs less than one hundred seventy pounds, so he's gonna have to get in the weight room. There, there's no way you can play corner in this league at that size. They will they will manhandle the receivers will manhandle you. So Travis Reed, I don't think has a great chance just because of his his lack of girth. They're gonna have to get him in the weight room. Maybe he's a practice squad guy, but. For me, I just, you know, with this defense and the way it's built, I mean, he's got the he's got the length and the size, but he's just he's just so skinny. So he's going to have to get in the weight room and maybe he can make the practice squad, but I think it's a long shot for Travis Reed. Now let's get into the cornerbacks that I expect to make the roster. Starting at number 6, Isaiah Rogers, 22 years old, 5'10", 170, 42 speed. I think they are going to use him as a kickoff returner. And I think he's going to have a chance to earn that job. I think Zach Pascal is his main competition because I think Zach Pascal did a solid job returning kickoffs. They might even try Naheem Hines back there. I don't know. But definitely Isaiah Rogers is somebody to keep an eye on because he's an electric kid. He's he's, I mean, he's he's the fat he's got to be the fastest guy on the team. And he's he's just got elite. He's got Paris Campbell type speed. It's unbelievable. So I think he's definitely gonna make the roster as a backup nickel for Kenny Moore. And I think he brings a lot to the table as far as different things he can do. It's not just nickel. He can play special teams. He can return. He can be a gunner. But one thing I will say for Isaiah Rogers, as I said for Travis Reed, is he's absolutely got to get in the weight room. Because 5'10", 170, I mean, you look at Kenny Moore, he's 5'9", 190, and he brings all every bit of that 190 when he comes up to hit you. 5'10", 170, he's got to get in the weight room, get that weight up probably 20 more pounds. Uh, maybe Or, you know, 15 to 20 more pounds. Just the Colts like to have guys that can get out there and be physical and make tackles and, and get the job done and do everything that they ask of you. So... That's one thing I think Isaiah Rogers really needs to concentrate on, and I'm sure he is. This guy is a hard worker and definitely will, I'm sure, improve his strength and his weight and be somebody, maybe not this year, but down the road that's going to impact this squad. So he's my number six corner that I think makes the team. That moves us down to five, Marvell Tell. I love this kid out of USC. He's really made the transition from safety to cornerback better than I could have ever imagined. I mean, we remember, God forbid I bring up his name, but we remember TJ Green trying to do it when he, I mean, he stunk at safety, let alone corner. So that was a disaster. This is the antithesis of that. This guy, 23 years old, 6'2, 198. Getting bigger, getting stronger, uh, has improved his weight a lot from last year and his strength, so I think he's going to be even more improved this year. Last year, in his limited playing time, he did play some, but in his limited playing time, he had 23 tackles, one forced fumble, played on special teams, another guy that can help you on special teams, and he's got solid speed. I think he runs 4'4", and he's a big guy, 6'2". So Marvell Tell is a guy that I like a lot that I think in the future is going to push Rock Yasen, or maybe even be on the opposite of Rock Yasen starting in this defense. I think he's got everything that it takes, comes from USC, knows how to compete, really like him. So I look forward to seeing how he does this training camp going into the season and where his niche is on this team. Number four is TJ Carey. Now, a lot of you guys are probably wondering, why would I put TJ Carey ahead of Marvell Tell. We know what we have with Marvell Tell. We don't know if TJ Carry even fits this defense. So give me a chance to explain. TJ Carey's 29. He's six foot, 204 pounds. He's been in the league since 2014. The thing I like about TJ Carey and the reason why I put him fourth is because he's played a full season at free safety he's played a full season at right cornerback and he's played a full season at left cornerback and he's played some in nickel so this guy can do everything you ask out of a defensive back he can play safety he can play outside he can play inside and I think you need a guy like that on your defense if some and he can play them all relatively well now he's not spectacular but he can get the job done and, and you get a guy like that and you can play him. You know, if, if, if Kenny Moore goes down, you can play him in the, in the, in the nickel. Although I think they'd probably go to Rodgers for that. If Rhodes or, or Rhodes or Yassin go down, you could play him on the outside. And if God forbid, something happens to Malik hooker or George Odom, or, you know, in Blackman's healthy, not healthy, you could play him back there at free safety because he started at all those positions for Oakland and Cleveland. So, that's the reason I have him for. It remains to be seen if he's lost a step. He's twenty nine, six foot, two hundred four, so he's big. You know, he's big enough and physical enough to play free safety. He's also big and physical enough to play corner on this team. So I like the fact that he he will come up and hit. I like that about all of our guys. One thing that our defensive coordinator demands out of all of our players is accountability when it comes to tackling. Um, there's no excuses for missed tackles, and and there won't be any. And uh, so those guys got to bring it these guys got to bring it on. Everyone's got to bring it on defense. You got to, you got to lock that guy down in a zone defense. The most important thing you can do is be good tacklers. So that's something that this team needs to improve on this year. And I think they will. Now you get into the starters. I have third Rakia Sin, 24, six foot, 192, had an up and down season last year, but near the end of the season, I thought came on, uh, he had 54 tackles, one interception, really just one horrific game against Denver that we we all saw. And I'm not going to judge a player based off of one really bad game. Other than that, I thought, you know, you saw a lot of what you see out of rookies. You see a lot of good plays, a lot, you know, a lot of plays where they struggle, uh, make mistakes. But that's how you learn. It sucks. But that's how corners learn, man. You got to you gotta go through the fire to get to the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? So he, he went through that last year. I fully expect him to be better this year. So I have him listed, he's going to start opposite Xavier Rhodes on the outside, so I have him listed as the third corner, and he's, again, only 24 years old, so I really like him. I think he's, in the future, is going to be a a stalwart in our defense. Number two, I went with Xavier Rhodes. He's 30 years old, 6'1", 218, he's been an all-pro in this league, not recently, but a couple years ago, bringing him into a defense with, with a defensive coach he had in Minnesota, that he flourished in. I think he's going to have a bounce back year. I don't know if it's going to be all pro level, but I do think he's going to play solid football for the Colts. Last year had an off year with Minnesota, had 54 tackles, but he didn't have any picks, didn't have any sacks, didn't really make any big plays for them and that that's got to that's got to change for us. That has got to change. So, I put him second just because of his experience and his ceiling. You know what his ceiling is? His floor is, you know, what we saw last year I think. His ceiling is is an all-pro player and he's still only 30 years old. So while I think he's pro- his best football is probably behind him as far as pro bowl, all pro caliber play, I do think he's going to be an upgrade, and I do think he's going to help our young corners. That's something that a lot of people don't talk about, but we need ve- we needed veteran leadership in our cornerback room, and we got two guys. TJ Carey's 29 and been around, Xavier Rhodes is 30 and been around, and, and, and Xavier Rhodes has been a, one of the better corners in this league. I, I thought he was a top three corner, I think it was 2015 or 2016, and I was still... Pissed that Grigson did not draft him and chose to draft Bjorn Werner, who I, you know, I'll never, I'll just never get over Grigson's picks. They were awful. But now we got him on the roster. I expect him to play better. I think having his the familiarity with his with Jonathan Gannon and his DB coach I think is going to help him. And like I was saying before, I think having a guy like that and a guy like T.J. Carey in the cornerback room will help guys like Rock Johnson, Marvell Tell, Isaiah Rogers learn how to be pros. We saw what Mike Mitchell did for our 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 safety room, and and a lot of those young guys, when he came in, uh, I think the same can happen with Rhodes and with Kerry, teaching these guys how to watch film, how to be professionals, how to practice. That's the thing. A lot of these young guys come in, they don't know how to practice. They have to learn how to practice, learn how to take care of their bodies, learn how to do all these things, and it's all going so very fast. So I think having guys like that around, not only on the field but off the field will help our young corners. So I think the Xavier Rhodes signing was a good one. I see I see what they were thinking. I think it will work out well for everyone involved. And hopefully it turns into you know a situation where we end up with him for a couple of years because he plays so damn well. Finally, my number one rated corner for the Colts and I think one of the top I mean he's one of the top five nickels in the league easily. Kenny Moore is our best, he's the best defensive back we have, in my opinion. He's not an outside corner, he's going to play inside, he's very, very good in there. If you play him outside, he's not nearly as as good, but once you get him on the inside, he can do it all. I mean, he can disguise blitzes like a linebacker, he can cover like a corner, he'll hit you like a safety, and he's only 5'9", 190, and the craziest thing is, he's already playing this well and he's only 24 years old. Last year, even with the injuries that he had, he had 50 tackles, two sacks, two INTs. So he made a difference last year for a secondary that didn't really make a lot of plays. So... I expect his numbers to go up this year. Hopefully, God willing, he can stay healthy for most of the season. But Kenny Moore's a dog, man. You have 11 Kenny Moores on defense. you got a Super Bowl-caliber defense. So he's definitely by far the best corner that I see on this roster, and he's only going to get better with experience. I think having him is going to help Isaiah Rogers get better because Isaiah Rogers from a small school. Kenny Moore is from a small school you know, similar thing. I mean, Rodgers at least got drafted. Kenny Moore wasn't even drafted. So um, the Colts picked up Kenny Moore. And and since then, it's just been, I mean, he's just been on, the foot's on the gas. He's he's making a name for himself. He's a really, really solid player. Um, I really love the Colts and what they have. Uh, they've got somebody at every at every level. I mean, Buckner, uh, Leonard, and then you've got Kenny Moore as that, that nickel guy that can blitz and do, I mean, he, you can do so much with him. And I just love the kid. I love everything about him. Uh, it's a very easy group to root for. So I'm really excited, man. I mean, if you don't get that from these all 22 things I do for the defense, I, I just, I think they have, this is the year they have the most talent. And I think that they'll be able to play the defense the way Coach Floose wants it. Played the best. And I think they've they're they're fully capable of being a top five defense. I really believe that with the guys that we have but they've got to stay healthy and they've got to do it on the field as i've stated repeatedly in these all 22 so with that i'm gonna wrap this up i'm excited about the the corner class my next show will be uh, in a couple days it'll be the final all 22 that we do the safeties and i'll cover them and i'll go through them and what i expect to see from them tomorrow luke will be back with probably the strength of our team in the offensive line, and he will break that down as his final offensive All-22 segment wraps up with the offensive line here on the For the Culture Podcast.